fascinating. Playing down that big old fairway. Don't want no hackers to get in my way. The boys and me got a big NASA going. We fall dry. It's the Golf Insiders, giving you the inside scoop on all things golf. Now, here are your Golf Insiders on 740 The Game. Hello, Orlando. You're listening to the Golf Insiders, taking you home on the fairways of I-4 in the house, Holly G, along with Will Perry, and, well, where do we start? Rory roars back. It's about time, right? At the Deutsche Bank. It's about time. He hasn't done much in a few months. We were just kind of teasing to that a little bit in our little Facebook Live post before this, and I think everyone wants to see Rory, you know, playing at the top of his game. He's too talented not to, wouldn't you say? Absolutely, and five... Shoots a five under thirty one on the front to uh, get it going for uh, a sixty five on Sunday. You know, Rory is still that kind of guy, very Tiger s, where he can go low on Sunday and can be so dangerous. Isn't it amazing though, kind of playing alongside of that, how a guy who hasn't putted well all year, all of a sudden on the weekend changes his his putting grip, and then boom, it's it's just night and day and. He, there's no doubting. I mean, he is one of the, if not the best ball striker in the world. And when, and it's also funny at the same time too, how a guy who struggles to make birdies, who can also go as low as he goes, and that separation and that fine line between being able to do what he did last weekend and what he's not been able to do all year. Yeah, he changed his putter from a Nike Method blade to a Scotty Cameron uh, for Titleist Newport M1 prototype. At the Barclays. So, uh, also brought on a new putting coach, Phil Kenyon, who happens to be Henrik Stenson's guy. So, uh, how'd that work out? Worked out pretty well, I guess. It's worked out for Henrik. Yeah, sure has. So, a little bit of a disappointment for Paul Casey. I was kind of rooting for Paul. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't played well in a long time, but he has been playing well this year. He's 39 years old, so uh, certainly a veteran out there. Hard to believe he's only had one victory. I think it was in what 2009. Yeah, he um, one of the, was it one of the WGCs, right? It's and he was at number three in the world. I mean, he was at the top of his game, and then and he got caught the injury bug. Yeah, I think something like he's won like ten or more times worldwide, but yeah, only one time here in the U.S. Well, hit a big shot on 18, had a chance to uh, sink an eagle to tie, and then missed the putt coming back. Hit a great shot, though. I mean, he was probably, what, 30, 40 feet? You know, you're not going to make too many of those, obviously. But Yeah, striped a, a big iron in there. Was It was pretty. But, you know, it's interesting. I, I listened to him prior to the round, and they were asking him about the weather and how um, he, you know, would would felt about the incoming weather, inclement weather that was coming in. You would think being a guy from the U.K., that, you know, he'd say, hey, whatever, we play in this stuff all the time. But then he said, well, there was a reason I moved to Arizona, which <laughs> right. I didn't even know he was in Arizona. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it's when I hear those little glimpses of doubt, 
I mean, you would never hear something like that coming out of Tiger Woods. Absolutely not. Speaking I mean, of which. Speaking of which, the the red shirt is is uh, announcing his return. Stole a little bit of the show from the BMW this morning. That was a little bit of a, an announcement. So I'm sure we'll get into that at a few different points today as well. We will. Tiger Woods hopes to return at the Safeway Open next month, and he's planning to play three of the fall events, including his own hero invitational over in the Bahamas. So uh, I think, of course, we know nobody moves the needle like Tiger. Even Rory said, you know, he just he misses that buzz that Tiger creates out I there. I think we all do. I mean, golf went through everything that he's been through and, you know, I kind of I kind of came up through that Tiger generation, like a lot of these younger players on the PGA Tour. Um, and we that's what got us all excited in the game. I mean, even for yourself, you know, we all love watching Tiger at his best. And it's like Michael Jordan at his best, Wayne Gretzky at his best. I mean, you love seeing that sort of talent just dominate. It it's And the reason is because none of us can relate to it. And that's why it's amazing to watch. Yeah, once in a you know once in a lifetime for sure. But it's going to be interesting. We've talked in the past about you know the process, and several of the players, including Jason Dave, commented on you know it is it is going to be a process. Uh, I'm sure the expectations, of course, are going to be extremely high by everyone when he tees it up. He's also going to go over and play a European Tour event, the the Turkish Open, mm-hmm. uh, which when, is usually another limited field event. Yes, um, and but you know something though that I no no doubt where he played and teed it up in the world there would be a throng of media we know following him, uh, so it's going to be interesting. We know there's you know there's the rust factor, there's the sharpening up you know the the short game and the putting and all those things that that come together uh, to be you know tournament ready and tournament tough. So I think the the game plan here. Is, is an interesting one because the tournaments will basically be spread out about a month each as the season closes out. So he's going to get a chance to rest. You know, yeah, I'm sure he's not trying to overdo it. I mean, I even saw one comment that he had made that he allowed himself to fully heal this time, which obviously, yeah, duh, conventional wisdom. But, you know, athletes have a tendency to always push themselves more um, quicker than they are ready to come back. So I'm sure that he was very strategic about that. Yeah, he said he missed, of course, uh, competing. He says, I want to thank all the fans for their kindness and concern. I've been a pro about 20 years, and their support has never waned. It is hard to believe Tiger is uh, 40 years old now. It is. It's, it seems like 2008 at Torrey Pines was yesterday. I mean, it's literally, I was there. it's literally like the last memory that I really have of him. I mean, he... I don't I don't even remember by this point. I think it was 2013 when he won five times and he won the Players' Championship, and that just seems like a blip on the radar. But, I mean, it's been eight solid years since we've seen the real Tiger Woods or the Tiger Woods that we really all know, and he was 32 at that point. All right, so the top five in the FedEx Cup standings control their destiny, Will. Right now... Patrick Reed leading (laughs) at the top of uh, the FedEx Cup points, followed by Jason Day, then DJ Dustin Johnson, and Rory jumping from 60-something to fourth with this big win. So that's why winning the tournaments is so important. 
And Adam Scott just quietly going about his He's kind business. Of been steady all year long. I mean, who do you? Th- I mean, do you have anyone there in those top five that you think is really, really going to kind of lead the charge here towards the end? Well, we saw we saw what happened last year with Jason Day, and we saw what happened the year was it 2013 when Snedeker got hot, right? Mm-hmm. Billy Horschel. So this can sort of become Russian roulette towards the end of the season where sure. if you get hot, you know, just like when you start the playoffs in football, it's, you know, it's a brand it's all, new exactly. brand it's new all board. About, it's all about the hot team coming into the, the MLB playoffs, the NFL playoffs, the NHL playoffs, the NBA Jordan playoffs. Jordan Spieth sitting at number six. The forgotten man. The forgotten <laughs> man. And um, a couple of newcomers in Russell Knox and Emiliano Grio. Your boy. You know, is my new boy yep, yep. sitting there at number eight. Paul Casey, of course, with his win at the PGA Championship in ninth. I'm sorry, Jimmy Walker with his win at the PGA Championship. And Paul Casey rounding it out in the top ten slot. So, uh, as we know, the BMW Championship is probably the toughest of the of the four uh, because only 30 head to Hotlanta. Mm-hmm. And... So, you know, Cricket Stick, a, a great course that's seen some great championships. Who do you think uh, is, whose game do you think suits that course? I mean, it's so hard to say because it's all about who's playing well at the right time and who wants it more. And, you know, to be honest, I think it's such a crapshoot right now. I mean, no, you know, Jason Day played well at the beginning of the year. Dustin Johnson went through his stretch. But if there's one thing that we know... Um, especially over these last five, six years of, of PGA Tour playoffs. And, and it relates to, you know, the other major sports as well. And I know that we just touched on it. It's about the hot player coming in. And you can't underestimate the ability of any of these guys just kind of going at it by sure will at this point and just purely mental fortitude and determination in order to kind of take charge of these last two events. And to be honest, I mean, I'm not really sure who it's going to be because you've got Patrick Reed playing well. I mean, Rory just won this week. I think if you're going to pick any of anybody, it's going to be the two of them. Um, you they know, seem to be certainly heating up, if oh, you yeah. will. Yeah, I mean, Patrick Reed's having one of the best seasons of his career, seven top tens, you know, a win uh, two weeks ago. Rory all of a sudden decided he knows how to putt again. <laughs> And we know that, you know, like you mentioned earlier, he's got that ability, like Tiger, to just go out and just run away. Well, we're going to have a, a, a special Golf Insider on tonight in our uh, third segment, Ben Everill from PGATour.com, who is uh, an Aussie and has covered the Australian Tour for years and knows Jason Day and Adam Scott's game very, very well. So maybe we're gonna, he'll like maybe he'll like Adam Scott. We're gonna we're gonna see uh, what he says about Adam's uh, chances and how he's seems to be seems to be peaking and trending in the right direction. Uh, also, we've got some news. We've got a great new contest we're rolling out tonight. Save the best for last. Save the best we... for last. Uh, of course, we've been teasing you for a month, all of our listeners, talking about our uh, incredible event that we had, the Golf United for Pulse Charity Scramble out at Grand Cypress on their new course. And uh, we're pleased to announce that they're going to be our featured course for the month. And you're going to get a chance to play the new course. Tell them how, Will. So, uh, Golf Insiders fans, go ahead and check out the Facebook page at the Golf Insiders. 
couple of rules there for you. Super, super simple. Go ahead and, and like the Facebook page, number one. Number two, tag three of your buddies in the comments that you would love to play a round of four with. Um, and check in with the show next week where we'll announce the winner. And, of course, more than anything, the number one rule, make sure you have a blast doing it. Absolutely. And we had a blast out there uh, on Friday, the 26th, when uh, we just had a perfect day of golf. And the course is in absolute amazing condition so a uh, big shout-out to all our uh, golf people out at Grand Cypress. You're listening to the Golf Insiders, 96.9 The Game. Stay with us. We've got lots of golf talk coming up. Stay with us.